Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert and on this channel we talk Kanye West and today we're talking the Yeezy Gap update that I thought we were going to get yesterday during the uh, Gap annual report or investor call that was happening. Uh, there had been a call in March that was the earnings reports for the fourth quarter of 2020 and in that call they had a few times addressed Yeezy Gap. So this being the next call and being a shareholders meeting, it seemed like something where they would mention <laughs> Yeezy Gap, especially with all the rumors that the release was eminence, yada, yada, yada. So there was actually a way to get in and listen to the call, which I did. And there was actually a live thread on West Sub Ever where everybody's reacting in the moment. So <laughs> you have all these like Kanye hooligans listening to this Gap <laughs> investor call just waiting to hear some kind of update about Yeezy Gap. And I'm sure that there were at least, I don't know, hundreds of us, a hundred of us, like more than what's normally in a Gap investor call. <laughs> and we're just kind of listening to the CEO give an update in like this rah-rah speech, like we have used the pandemic as an opportunity to redefine our goals and really discover the core of what it is we're doing. And we're coming out of this. It was really like, elevating like I wanted to go kind of like a coach inspiring you like go out and run through a brick wall that's stopping me from entrepreneurship <laughs> uh and then she finishes talking and you're like all right you know she didn't say anything about Yeezy Gap okay but there's a whole Q&A portion right and we have all these Kanye fans in here someone is going to ask about Yeezy Gap and there's one second <laughs> where they're like any questions from investors you're like this is it this is the moment we're gonna get something and then they just go, no questions. That's the end of the call. And hung up. <sighs> so all of us were just kind of in shock. The live thread was hilarious with everybody reacting. Even Casey Pluto was in there, uh, which was really funny. Just like, LOL. <laughs> uh, so that's that was the result of that. And we're going to go through a little bit of the aftermath and... Uh, I'm sorry for getting you hyped. I usually try to curb enthusiasm when it comes to like, this is the next deadline we should be excited about, yada, 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 and kind of getting ahead of things. I was pretty certain after the last call that this is what we we're going to be getting. Uh, so I'm sorry if I led you astray there when it comes to 
uh, information we're going to get today, especially the last two like hyped easy gap videos. But you can see here, uh, what's up ever shout out to what's up ever with ghost bubbles, you know, like gap meeting ended, no announcements, LMAO, they didn't do the Q and a either. So you can go there if you want to see some of the, the reactions from people. And then you can see here that, uh, Negnats said Yeezy Gap announcement is much more likely to happen at or before the Q1 earnings call on the 27th. And that was the thing too. I didn't think this was a, an investor meeting when I first made the video. I thought it was an earnings call. Uh, but no, it was the investors meeting and not the earnings call. So the earnings call is on the 27th. So if there is another date that you want to look forward to and pin your hopes and dreams of Yeezy Gap information on, it's going to be the 27th. I don't think I'll make another video leading up to that that's so hype inducing unless there's something a little more concrete. Uh, but in the wake of that um, earnings call, I'll definitely make a video just saying if something happened or didn't happen, you know? Uh, so that's the next day to kind of get excited about. And then there's a post by Maddie T Reddit's Yeezy Gap, what we know so far, which is just kind of, uh, collecting together some of the information that we have going from confirmed to unconfirmed, but with some credible resources to just complete rumor without any foundation for belief. And the confirmed stuff is just like the simplest stuff. The logo is the Gap logo, but with the Yeezy instead of Gap. That's something that Kanye had posted himself and that we went over in one of the previous videos as TMZ saying that Kanye had filed the paperwork. Uh, they will sell hoodies, shoes, pants, bags, t-shirts, and coats, and possibly more that I haven't been shown that haven't been shown yet. And that was Kanye. Uh, there was also an image uh, that was going around that looked like a single sheet advertisement for Yeezy Gap. There was a hoodie, pants, uh, a coat um, that I've seen. I first saw it in like October, November of 2020. And then recently people were spreading it around like, oh, I got inside information. Like, here's this photo. Don't show anyone. It's like that photo, that photo has been, photo has been around. Um, but we don't know if that's an actual mock-up, if that's just something that was a placeholder, how the clothes have maybe changed or not changed. Gap expects to break 150 million in sales in its first full year. That was from the Gap. Nigerian British designer Moalola Ogalesi is the design director of Easy Gap. Uh, Kanye announced as well. Kanye is remodeling, uh, remodeling a Gap store as part of the partnership, which is kind of cool, but haven't heard any progress on that. <laughs> I do wonder, is that going to be in Philly? Where is that? Huh. Uh, unconfirmed, but with a lot of credibility, uh, credible things backing it up from all the information we have, it most likely would be released internationally. So that was people sending messages to gap customer service and then saying, yes, it will be available eventually like us release, but we plan on the global release, but you have to consider how much customer service knows and how, uh, those details are subject to change. It'll most likely release in the next three months. Yeah, Gap customer service reps that people have mentioned or messaged have either said, we currently don't have a date or sometime in May, like before the end of this half a year. And that was the thing from the last Gap earnings call was that they said it, we should expect Yeezy Gap uh, in the, before the, what was it? Before the end of the first half of the year, which is May, June. <laughs> but here we are in May with no new updates on when things are coming out. Um, there will supposedly be pop-up stores. 
I guess Gap customer service had said that too. And then all the unconfirmed rumors, Donda's release will tie up with Yeezy Gap. <laughs> uh, Yeezy Gap is supposedly re releasing on 13th of May. Kanye will return to Twitter with the release of Yeezy Gap. No, maybe. Uh, multiple notable celebrities will model for Yeezy Gap. Maybe. I feel like that one is probably rumored because Kanye had initially was going to have Shia LaBeouf come and model for some things. And Shia apparently stood Kanye up. And I forget who he got to do it. Was it Bieber? I think Bieber came in place of Shia kind of last minute. So I think that's all that we kind of know in terms of the models. And then Kanye had gone to Belgium in November and December and was photographed with some of what seemed to be the Gap clothes. I think he took like his whole ensemble of Gap clothes out to Belgium to show to some people like Axel Vervoet uh, to see if they liked the clothes. Um, but you couldn't really tell what was there, right? Like, oh, is that a hoodie? Is that a jacket or those pants? It's just like a bunch of clothes folded on the floor. But this is kind of, I think, the best rundown of what we know to this point with all of this stuff being just the basic stuff if you've been following along the entire time, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then this is kind of the middle ground stuff that's pretty contested at the moment. And then finally with this stuff, that's just more of a wish list than anything that has uh, legs to it at this point. But that's where we're at. Uh, and of course, as there's more legitimate updates that happen, uh, we'll be making videos. But I won't be doing another hype video, I don't think, until there's something a little more concrete. So I'll spare you. I thought this was funny uh, and didn't want to make a full video on it. So if you're watching to this point, hopefully you enjoy this. I have a well-known grudge against the song Liftoff. So I was in the car and it came on. I was just listening to the Watch the Throne album. And I said, do I skip? And yeah, controversial opinions abound. But I forgot that Mike Dean follows us and that a lot of like the Kanye songs that we love, Mike Dean had a hand in. But also the few Kanye songs that I would ever uh, dunk on or not enjoy Mike Dean also had a hand in and sees the tweets and comments on the tweets and I kind of forgot about it so he's just like hell no don't skip it which ratioed me uh, by quite a bit and it was just like unexpected moment of like oh yeah Mike Dean sees this stuff so sorry uh, to you Mike for all of the stuff that I tweet that probably makes it onto his timeline but Speaking of which, uh, if you're enjoying the channel and you want to support us, the easiest way is to like, subscribe, and comment as those things tell YouTube this is a channel people uh, engage with and appreciate, and then they show it to more people, which does a lot for getting us uh, new viewers and hopefully subscribers. Uh, we also have our podcast, Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West, which is a line-by-line -line narrative and thematic exploration of Kanye's discography. We go uh, song by song, and we've been doing this since 2015, and we did one time through the discography and had a lot of insights, a lot of great response, but we also didn't have great mics at first. We were still figuring out the format, so we really wanted to go back through and redo a lot of the earlier content uh, just to kind of raise the bar on the quality of it from just the production aspects as well as the insights. So uh, we are through 
college dropout 2.0 and through late registration 2.0 and into graduation. And our I Wonder 2.0 episode just came out. And if you haven't listened or aren't familiar with, we're going through the narrative of graduation and it's three acts where Kanye is still in a place of innocence at the beginning of the album, then loses that innocence as the ego takes over with I Wonder being the tipping point between act one and act two as Kanye decides to leave Chicago behind to leave his innocence behind and graduate into this place of superstardom and fame. And really, in the second act, we see the highs that Kanye gets from that, like personally, setting up a lot of the blowback that will happen, um, with there being this uh, growing sense of doom and disaster that undercuts a lot of the second act of songs from uh Good Life, Can't Tell Me Nothing, Flashing Lights, Everything I Am, Leading to the Glory. And you're seeing some of that tension right on songs like Drunken Hot Girls and Flashing Lights, uh, where this ego is kind of starting to cause issues. And that leads into the third act, which uh, is more of just kind of a, a finale with Homecoming and Big Brother. So you can find out all these details. And the analysis will change how you listen to Kanye's discography. Any episode will have that impact. I guarantee it. Uh, we also have a movie website where we explain movie themes and endings. We've been doing this since 2011. Uh, and this is kind of the fourth iteration of this website. But we're writing these like gigantic 8,000 word, 4,000 word explanations of movies with one coming out every month. I'm currently working on uh, an explanation of the movie Perfect Blue, if you've ever seen that. But The Wailing is the most recent piece uh, and is also uh, pretty stellar, which can now be watched on Hulu, I'm pretty sure. So, And then lastly, we co-wrote the Dissect season on Yeezus, which is still releasing new episodes right now. So if you haven't checked that out and you want to really, really uh, have Yeezus become maybe your favorite Kanye album if it's not already. And even if it is, have a whole new appreciation for it. Listen to this. It's the power of mine and Travis's lyrical deconstruction combined with Cole Kushner's production analysis and podcast structuring that's so genius and has made Dissect such a hit. Uh, the I'm In It episode was personally the one that I was the most excited about and that I enjoyed writing uh, the most. And 52 minutes, which is really huge. New Slaves is also really long as well. So if you want to uh, yeah, get into it, then right here is the place to go. And it's on Spotify only right now, but it will extend to other uh, podcast platforms once the season ends, I think in June. So if you don't have the Spotify account to listen, don't worry. You just have to have some patience. <laughs> uh, but that's it for now. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers. Cheers.